It's the Misdeeds and Intrigue podcast, featuring stories of royals, scandals, and true crime. Here are your hosts, Carrie and Larissa. Oh, who are you going to do today on our political romance scandal? I am going to do Larry Craig. Really? Yeah, and I have to preface this to say I was trying to find out if they were still married, right? And at first I was like, whoa, he's married to this reporter that is the one that sent in Donald Trump's tax returns anonymously and who's a Wall Street reporter. However, I was like, she would have been 12 when they got married. Oh, God. I think all these bloggers are writing about this reporter and it's not the same people, even though they're saying that she's married to to him, to Larry Craig. So tell me all about Larry Craig. I, he has escaped from my memory. Okay. So Larry Craig, by the way, I'm not doing cocaine over here. I just have the sniffles and it's not COVID. <laughs> Back on June 11th, 2007, Larry Craig, I keep wanting to say, what is that show that Jess likes? She was Larry David. I would yeah, keep wanting yeah. to say Larry David with the arrest of Craig, who at the time he's a Republican Senator. Mm-hmm from Idaho. I keep wanting to say Indiana. I'm sorry. States. That's okay. For lewd conduct. Right. So he's at the airport, Minneapolis, St. Paul airport, and he's in a men's restroom. And they said, basically he had some disorderly conduct by trying to pick up a cop in the next stall. But if you hear the way this went down, I am so freaking oblivious. Who knows? Maybe I accepted somebody's advanced like under yeah the or maybe stall. i offered and then they got disappointed i don't know so so as a result he ended up he ended up uh pleading guilty just by mailing in almost like when you run a red light oh yeah like a ticket yeah. stop yeah. yeah exactly he just like wrote it in and then he had like remorse you know like wait a minute i want to fight this what did he have to write in like i tried to get it on with a dude in the bathroom play in yeah so the republicans were all pressuring him you've you've got to resign you got to resign he announces he's going to resign but then he tries to withdraw his guilty plea which he went through all kinds of court they didn't allow it like different yeah. levels and then he says well i refuse to resign from the senate which but okay i i have to stop you for one second so they're asking him to resign over hitting on someone in a bathroom Yet it seems so weird that like when Trump was running for president, like he was grabbing women's pussies. He's like, like he got away with so much. And this poor guy was like, hey, want to get it on in the next stall? And he gets like chastised and buried. Oh, you have no idea. And the thing is, is there was other scandals that happened in Senate that he actually came against them. Like he really pushed for a more severe punishment of the representative Barney Frank for his involvement in a gay prostitution scandal. Yes, I remember Barney. Barney Frank, one of two openly homosexual members of Congress, acknowledged having used a male prostitute whom he then hired as a personal employee. The man had keys to Frank's basement apartment on Capitol Hill. Frank paid him approximately $20,000 out of his own pocket to be his housekeeper and driver. But as first reported in today's Washington Times, the man was on probation for sex crimes and a drug conviction. And he ran a prostitution business out of Frank's home. Yes. And he also, there was a call girl one scandal. How did we forget Barney Frank? Oh my God. Now I got to write that one down. 
Do you remember Mike Jones, who was the escort who was been involved in a sex and meth methamphetamine scandal no. with Ted Haggard? No. So he was involved with that. Yeah. That Reverend Haggard paid him for sex about once a month for three years, as well as for methamphetamines, which he says Reverend Haggard snorted before their sexual encounters. And joining me now live is Mike Jones. Mike, we just got those comments and you just heard them from Reverend Haggard. First, he says he bought meth from you one time, never used it with you and threw it away. What do you say? Well, that reminds me of, we have to go back to Clinton. I... I smoked, but I didn't inhale. It doesn't make sense at all. There's so many holes in his response. I don't understand why he wants to make comments like that. It just doesn't make sense. I never sold him the meth. He contacted me three years ago as an escort. Um, we, had, we got together about once a month for three years. I only found out who he was about six months ago. I had no idea who he was previously. And then he also said that... Are these like both parties? Are they different parties? Yeah, yeah. He would just come against people that had these types of situations. Like he really came across Bill Clinton, really came against Bill Clinton when Mona Lewinsky came out. Did you say say Moana Lewinsky? Yeah, I know. Moana. (laughs) Sorry. I'm like, did you just say Moana or Mona? (laughs) I know. Oh, okay. Cited, he also cited former Congressman Jim Colby to use campaign funds for his legal defense in the Mark Foley scandal. He came against that, or he was trying to use that to try to get out of, because he had a similar thing where he used his campaign funds to try to mount this legal defense to change his guilty plea, and he got in trouble. Oh, and then he tried to fight that. So basically, this guy is coming down on everyone who has had any sort of sexual scandal from both parties, but at the same time, he's not keeping his nose clean. He expects everyone yeah, else and to he, do it, but not him. Exactly. Before and after this came out. Uh-huh. Before and after. So he never he never resigned, right? No, he never resigned. And he just finished out his term. And then he, he became a lobbyist, started this consulting firm for energies, and then it was disbanded in 2019. But what's also interesting about these other little things about this ghost wife that I found they were really saying, is she gay or is she? And then they're like, no, she's straight. But there's a lot of things about whether she was married and they're both gay. So like I said, I really don't think that they're one in the same. How, how long were they married? They're, I think they're still married. I could not find anything on her. Did they have kids? He adopted three of hers. So did, so it came out that, you know, he just had this one indiscretion or did they find out any more about like maybe lovers? Okay. Oh, there's more. So let, oh, there's more. So let's talk about what happened, what went down and how I might accidentally do this myself. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so according to the police report that this police officer was sitting in the bathroom stall as part of this undercover operation and because they were investigating complaints of sexual activity. By this guy, by Larry, right? In general at this hot airport that gets all the traffic. No, I think just in general, Yeah, (laughs) which I never would have thought of St. Paul, but I'll go with it. They were, after about 13 minutes of sitting in the stall, the police officer started seeing like Mm. Craig lingering outside and frequently peeking through the crack of the door on the stall. You know, those people, the, the peepers. And then he entered the stall to the left of the officer which this whole time is the officer sitting on the toilet? Like, are they just standing there? Which is so weird. Yeah. Is he pretending to be? Yeah. 
yeah, I don't know how this works, or I don't know the etiquette of it. The police officer then made the following observations, which this is, comes right from the police report. At 1216 hours, Craig tapped his right foot. I recognize this as a signal used by persons wishing to engage in lewd conduct. Craig tapped his toes several times and moves his foot closer to my foot. The presence of others did not seem to deter Craig as he moved his right foot so that it touched the side of my left foot, which was within my <clears throat> stall area. Craig then proceeded to swipe his left hand under the stall divider several times with the palm of his hand facing oh, upward. God. What does that mean? Give me a handy? Yeah. But there's no glory hole involved, I right? don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So the officer showed Craig his police ID beneath the partition, Ooh. which I would be like, oh, he shit. went right for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the officer then pointed his finger towards the restroom exit. Like, okay, let's go, buddy. So Craig is like saying yeah. no, but he ultimately, you know, left the stall. I guess he was like hiding in there and he demanded the officer show his police ID again. He's like, yeah, show me again. And the police was like, yeah, here you go. So a police detective was there. And then they went to the police airport police station. By the way, he goes back a few days later and complains about his treatment up by the police at the airport. He went to the airport to complain (laughs) about the police. It's your manager here. I need to speak with your manager. Exactly. So at one point he gives him his business card and he says, which identified him as a Senator. And he goes, what do you think about that? So he was very worried about missing his flight. The police detective tried to call the flight. No one answered. So they just kept questioning him. So Craig stated, this was his defense. He has a wide stance when going to the bathroom and that his foot may have touched mine. Craig never used the term wide stance. That's a really wide fucking stance, by the way. That's like a squat. That's like more than a squat. And apparently during questioning, he would like not be sure. Like, I think he was really nervous. And so... I think he was just kind of tap dancing. Like the sergeant asked, did you do anything with your feet? And Craig replied, position them. I don't know. I don't know at the time. I'm a fairly wide guy. And then they also asked him about the use of his hands. And he said, well, I reached down with my right hand to pick up a piece of paper that was on the floor. And the officer's like, there was no paper on the floor. Who would pick up anything off of a bathroom floor, public bathroom? Yeah, exactly. It's it's lava. If you drop something in an airport bathroom, it's gone. Consider it gone. So he said that his right palm faced down as he picked up the paper from the floor. But the officer said, uh He said that he used his left hand because his thumb was positioned in a faceward huh. motion. I still think it's crazy. I really do. Yeah, like, it's this a thing. I just don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there is these signs. I just don't know how to. Okay, so obviously they were looking for these signs because they were running a sting. So they must know yeah. these signs. Have to fight you in court? No. No, I'm not going to go to court unless you want me there. I don't want to be in court either. Okay, I don't either. um, Here's the way it works. Um, You'll be released today, okay? Okay. All right. I I know I can bring you to jail, but that's not my goal here, okay? Well, let's don't do that. I'm not going to bring you to jail. You solicited me. Okay, we're getting. I mean, we're getting. We can get into that. We're getting into that. Okay, but there's there's two ways. Yes, you can you can uh, you can go to court. You can plead guilty. Yeah, there'll be a fine. You won't have to explain anything. You're in no right. all, and you pay a fine. You leave. That's it. Done. Or if you want to plead not guilty, uh, you know, and I can't make these decisions for you. No, no. Just tell me where I am because then if you go not guilty, in all fairness, guys, I need to make this okay. fight. Okay. And then I go to if you go to not guilty, then I would have to come to court and have to testify to where right. I saw. Okay. So those are the two things. Okay. Did I explain that part? Yes. Okay. Um, 
So he ends up pleading guilty to this misdemeanor and he paid $575, including fines and fees. And he wrote, he signed the pension and then it was filed in the court by August 8th. So we're going from June to August. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's about, it's almost exactly two months later. Mm -hmm. While this is going on, this is 2007. I have to tell you the prior year, this gay rights activist, Michael Rogers reported on him. Oh, because I think when I was going back through his voting record, because some of the terms from the Senate, I don't really understand. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just like, you'd have to be in it to like get it. You know, it's not stuff we learn in just government in eighth grade or whatever. I think he was against the don't tell, don't ask uh, the gay marriage, but he was, then he went back and said, you could do civil, civil union. Yeah. So there's been a couple of things on his voting record. Yeah. Contradictory. Yeah, exactly. And so he said that Craig had some interludes at DC's unit and station. That's our train station here. It's right down by H street. And it's almost like our version of Grand Central. Yeah. It's not, I I mean, I don't think it's as big, but it is very bustling. Uh-huh. It's certainly a hub. And he also uncovered this news story from 1982 that had tied Craig to a drug scandal. And in that drug scandal, let me go back. 1982 drug scandal. Oh my God. He, uh, allegations of cocaine use and sex with male teenage congressional pages by <gasps> unnamed congressmen were pursued by investigators and journalists in 1982. Craig issued oh a statement God. denying involvement. Craig stated persons who are unmarried as I am by choice or by circumstances have always been the subject of innuendos, gossip, and false accusations. Well, this is even pre-white Lotus. The goal is to disappear behind our masks as pleasant, interchangeable helpers. It's tropical kabuki. Aloha. Happy beer. We're on our honeymoon. You're such valued guests. Welcome to the White Lotus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then you know what's interesting about it is when did he marry his wife? Yeah. Well, and then adopt her kids. That's the thing. It's like, oh my God, this is despicable. I would never, this is terrible. People who do this are not even human. And then it turns out they've done all of it. Every single bit of it. I hate that. The hypocrite. That was 1982. And by 1983, he was married. Oh. Yeah. Was he really religious? Did he try and pray the gay away? I don't, yeah. And then the Idaho statesman, published a story later that month of August, 2007, saying there's three allegations involving Craig's sexual conduct. A college student who was considered pledging at his fraternity back in college at the University of Idaho in 1967 said that he led a student to his bedroom and made what the man said he took to be an invitation to sex. And the second reported incident, a man who self-identified as gay, said that Craig cruised him at the REI store in Boise in November, 1994, and that he followed him around the store for half an hour. How romantic. Yeah. The last reported incident was from a 40 year old man with close ties to Republican officials. According to him, he said that his encounter with Craig, that he reported having oral sex with Craig at Washington's union station, probably in 2004. Yeah. Yeah. And then Obviously, they reached out to him for comment. And he said, I'm not gay and I don't cruise and I don't hit on men. I don't go anywhere 
hitting on men. And by God, if I did, I wouldn't do it in Boise, Idaho, Jiminy. Oh, what? Jiminy? What's Jiminy? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Jiminy Crickets. Jiminy Creepers Crickets. Oh my God. Bye, Jiminy. I wouldn't do it. How old is this man now? Was he born in the 20s? He was born in like mm, 19... Oh, he had got his degree in 1969. Oh so. yeah. He's do the math. Definitely yeah. Like Jiminy crickets. He comes out that later that month in August and he's like, I shouldn't have pled guilty. I was just trying to handle this matter myself quickly and quietly. And he said, I'm not gay. I've never been gay in June. I overreacted and made a poor decision. I chose to plead guilty to a lesser charge in hopes of making it go away. Please let me apologize to my family, friends, and staff and fellow Idahoans, Idahoans. Oh. That's an interesting name for the cloud placed over Idaho. I did nothing wrong at the Minneapolis airport. I did nothing wrong. And I regret the decision to plead guilty. The only thing I did wrong was hit on a police officer. Would have been anyone else. It would have gone off flawlessly, but no, it had to be a police officer. Uh, And it was what it was at the time. And that was a long time ago. And I don't react much to that at all anymore. Mm, Remember him? Larry Craig. Once one of the most powerful senators in Washington is now 10 years removed from one of the biggest political scandals to rock the state of Idaho. Senator Larry Craig agreed to talk exclusively about everything from life after politics to life with Donald Trump. Thank you all very much uh, for coming out today. Who can forget that day in Boise when Senator Larry Craig addressed the nation? First, please let me apologize to my family, friends, and staff, and fellow Idahoans for the cloud placed over Idaho. Craig was talking about his arrest at a Minneapolis airport bathroom in 2007 on suspicion of lewd conduct. He denied any wrongdoing. He appealed, but in the end walked away with a guilty plea intact. He did not run for re-election a year later. A lot of people would say, well, I bet Senator Craig is just going to go away for a while, going to go in his corner. But you never did. Well, there was no reason to. Uh, I had had 28 marvelous years in Washington representing Idaho. Uh, I'd been in the state Senate for four years mm-hmm. before that, so that's a pretty long run that Idahoans were willing to reelect me and allow me to serve them. And now it's time to come home and uh, to start a life in a slightly different way. Besides being with his wife and extended family, energy issues take up most of his time with the new venture called New West Strategies. Lobbyist Larry Craig believes Idaho has an abundance of untapped resources. Now, right here in our backyard in Payette in Washington County, we have what could be a significant gas and oil play. All of those farmers and ranchers over there begin to say, Larry, would you come tell us what to do here? So part of his new gig still takes him back to Capitol Hill, where he stays in touch with former colleagues. How's that relationship? Well, it's a good relationship. But apparently not good enough to stand with some Republican senators who have been critical of newly elected President Donald Trump. Well, I know exactly where I would stand. Uh, John McCain is highly critical of everybody except John McCain. McCain was one of the Republican senators urging Craig to step down after his arrest, something Larry Craig has not forgotten. If you were to build a list of your friends' pre-personal crisis, and then you build a list of your friends' post-personal crisis, you would find the list to be uniquely different. Yeah, and he also blamed the statesman for saying that he was harassed, so he just wanted to like, get, it, get it away. But he, he pled guilty before the harassment started of that. Mm-hmm. And so he came out and said, I'm going to, I'm going to 
resign, but he ultimately changed his mind, even though, because every time you try to fight it, they, they weren't having it. The judge was like, no, we found evidence. Yeah. No, he didn't. So he didn't resign. How much longer was he in office? 2008. But in 2007, eight gay men. Now, again, some of these accusations, I can see where, and this happens, I think, with a lot of things. A lot of them, I believe, and I think, you know, we should believe women. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I wonder who jumps on the train, male or female, to be relevant. I like how you said train, because that's (laughs) where this is going. You said eight men. Yeah, and again, like, I've watched some of these crime shows, and the person is, is... speaking again, I'm not just talking about sex. I'm talking even about the crime shows. They give an interview Mm -hmm. and they might've just had like a class with them. They didn't even really know them. I have a tendency to think where there's smoke, there's fire. So I'm not doubting anyone. Yeah. So eight gay men came forward to that newspaper and they either said that they had sexual encounters with him or attempts by him to have sexual encounters. Four of the men gave the newspaper graphic recorded details of them One of the four was Mike Jones, that male escort who in November of 2006 Mm -hmm. was involved in a sex scandal. And he claimed that Craig had given him $200 for massage and oral sex. Yeah. And he just said, uh, Larry's like, I never met him. He's just trying to sell his book. Oh God. Oh, Larry. Yeah. And so Craig tapped campaign funds, which I mentioned before, trying to fight his guilty plea. And he spent 213,000 for legal fees. And according to campaign funding, again, I'm really simplifying it because these are technical. 213,000. Wow. You can only pay legal bills when they're related to the Senator's official duties. So an official duty is not asking for gay sex in a bathroom. No, that's not official. So the federal election commission sued Craig for it. And he ended up losing and he tried to appeal and all that, but he ha- was ordered to pay 242000 wow. to the United States Treasury. I mean, can't you just live your truth now? You're not in the 60s. They were involved with Ooh. Amber Heard's case too, the ACLU. <sighs> yep. Amber Heard. Wow. We can't even go there because everyone else is covering it, but yes. Wow. His attorney had said, Craig's actions could not be considered disorderly conduct because you have either touching your words or a combination of the two. I guess a foot count. What's he doing now? Oh, that call girl scandal I mentioned was Senator Dave Vitter. Mm. He was a Republican. A woman believed to be the one convicted of running a high-end prostitution ring in Washington has been found dead in Florida, apparently from suicide. A body that police believe is Deborah Jean Palfrey was found in a shed near her mother's mobile home in Tarpon Springs, Florida, near Tampa. Police say there was a suicide note, but are not releasing what it said. Offrey was convicted last month by a federal jury of running a prostitution service catering to Washington's political elite, including Senator David Vitter of Louisiana. Palfrey denied the escort service engaged in prostitution. She was convicted of several charges, including money laundering. Palfrey faced a maximum of 55 years in prison. She was free, pending her sentencing in July. He said that when he when they were trying to push him out, he said that the Republicans held a double standard because they didn't ask for David Vitter to step down. And he had a nice little interview with Matt Lauer. I just don't like how they they preach religious, 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 bad, bad, bad. And then they go against that and um, expect to be forgiven. It's like, just own up to it. Uh, Ask to be forgiven, you know, between you and your God and um, just step aside like. You you can't you can't shame all these other people and bury them and carry on with your 
sordid lifestyle. And taking the party thing out of it, because there's wrongdoing on both sides. Yeah. There's scandals. Yeah. I'm here no, for the scandal, I mean. not yeah. the politics. But I am so fascinated with, even though he didn't win, Matthew Cawthorn. Am I saying it correctly? Oh, yes. We, oh need, to, we need to find out Have what's going on there. Have you seen the videos? I mean, he took the dude with him, his cousin on his on his honeymoon. There's video of him on the bed. Like, oh, my We gosh. need to get into Gates and Cawthorn. There's a lot more to be uncovered there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm so fascinated. Yes. Oh, my God. That was interesting. I, I just thought it stopped at the... He tried to pick someone up in the airport bathroom. I did not know about all the other allegations. So that's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what party you are. If you're preaching, um, I'm above that. I'm taking the high road. My God yeah. knows me. And you're like chastising other yep. people. And, yeah, you're wrong either way. I don't yeah, care you're, what set, party. you're setting yourself up. And, yeah. and especially if you abuse campaign funds, anything like that. Like I, I look at the parties as equal, not equal yeah. in scandal. I'm just saying like equal, like it just, political yeah. affiliation shouldn't matter when it comes to integrity and standards of conduct. Use your own money to fight your battles, people. Yeah. So hopefully I did not just sound like good. a drunk wino or something. No. I know I, I was mean, a little all over the place, but I was, I was in deep looking at this guy. I got to go research Moana Lewinsky, but besides that, I know that call girl scandal. I want to know what happened. I now I need, I I love a good call girl. Yeah. I need to go back to the David Vitter scandal. We didn't have David Vitter on our list. Did we? Ciao, darling. Still too early to go to Tiffany's. I guess the next best thing is a drink. I will never be the woman with the perfect hair who can wear white and not spill on it. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. me again and you thought you probably had enough of my voice by now just a quick reminder to find us and follow us on instagram twitter and facebook at miss intrigue pod follow us on pinterest and flipboard where we collect featured stories from across the internet of royalty chronicles of interesting events in history and of course true crime lastly check out our youtube channel because everyone has one right That features playlists of documentaries and other related segments from our podcast topics. And if you want to hit us up, check out MissDeedsAndIntriguePodcast.com. But we don't have a complaints department, just to give you a little heads up. The podcaster or authors assumes no responsibility or liability for any errors or omissions in the content of this podcast. The information contained on this podcast is an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, or timeliness. A reasonable amount of effort was made to deliver precise data. All views expressed by the podcast hosts or guest co-hosts are their own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of any entity whatsoever with which Carrie 
Misdeeds or Intrigue podcast or Larissa have been, am now, or will be affiliated. The content of this podcast is for personal, informational, and entertainment purposes only and is not to be viewed for commercial use. Misdeeds and Intrigue podcast respects the intellectual property of others. Any audio clips that were not generated by the podcast host or producer was pulled from the public domain, free use sites, and or from YouTube or other authorized sites to gather information. The utmost effort was made to credit the author and or production. If at any time you feel that copyright was infringed, please email Carrie at misdeedsandintriguepodcast.com and immediate action will be taken to remove the audio clips that were present for entertainment purposes only.